Hello and welcome to the I Want More Comics podcast. Which number is it? It's number 52, <laughs> uh, which uh, as a DC fan, uh, that means a lot to me. Uh, so, yeah, we're back. Uh, is that how many realities we've had so far? Yes, exactly. Awesome. Um, or is it universe? It's parallel universes. It's, it's universes, That's yeah. Right. So uh, we are back uh, and Guess Richie's back. back. I'm Richie, by the way. <laughs> BC and, and we have uh, Sean Anderson here. I'm not here. Oh yeah, we didn't say our names. No, I'm Sean. Hi. <laughs> there you go. So uh, we have a lot to Zach talk is about. Talking. Zach is me. <laughs> Zach is I. Me, Zach. Love Jade. Uh, <laughs> Zach meet. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, we have a lot to talk about tonight. We do. Uh, so I'm just going to jump right into the news. basic thing with the news is is that that's going to be our show tonight. It's going to be yeah. talking about San Diego news, so uh, for the news segment here, I'm just going to talk about the stuff we have going on in store, mm-hmm. and then tonight, Spinning the Racks, uh, spoiler, I guess, uh, for 20 minutes from now, is all going to be San Diego Comic-Con news. So, yes. um... So again, uh, we are starting just today. We're going to start doing two stream sales every single week. That's right. Uh, Wednesday night from 6 p.m. Uh, Mountain Standard Time to 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So if you want to see Zach's smiling face yep. and listen to Richie be the hype man, his flavor flavor. Exactly. Go tune in. Yeah, tune in. <laughs> and how do you do it? Just go on to Facebook. Go on to our uh Facebook page, and mm-hmm. once we go live, it'll go uh, live, it'll let you know, and you can just comment in there to buy stuff, talk to us. Uh, Wednesdays are going to be a lot of fun, because we're going to make it very uh, new comic-centric, we're going to talk about the stuff we're loving, you know, things like that. Friday is going to be, you know, that's our more playful show, we have games, and we have some other stuff, so if you've not checked out any of those... Good to your comic uh, book store owner, how do you check have love up. for comics still? It's really, it's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> It's called. It's working at it. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, we also have a couple of book clubs here in the store. Uh, meeting tomorrow, so once you hear this, it'll be over. But we are going to be ta- talking about Jeff Lemire's Trillium um, on this month's uh, book club, yes. which is a fantastic story. If you hear this, though, you, we've already done it. Yeah, we've already done it. <laughs> so I will let you guys know uh, what we're doing for next month. For next month on... Uh, August 31st, the last Thursday of the month, we always meet for the comic book uh, book clubs of the last Thursday of every month. So the August 31st, we are going to be doing Dark Knight, A True Batman Story by Paul Dini and Eduardo Russo. Such a great pick. Fantastic. I can't, I can't tell you. the it's The, the dynamic is so shifted. Um, I'm really, I think, if you haven't read it, it will be very interesting to read because, mm-hmm. especially if you're not a Paul Dini fan and don't understand what actually happened, yes. Paul Dini is a writer for um, a lot of WB cartoons and kind of melded into comic books from yep. that. And, and he was the creator of Harley Quinn. Yes, creator of Harley Quinn, uh, the '90s 
Batman the animated TV series is he was one of the head writers yeah he's 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 an iconic for 90s cartoon and comic books for that matter yes and since then has written amazing comic books from there and he had a tragedy at the peak of, uh, of his career mm-hmm. and uh, it changed him uh, inside internally uh, and he writes about it, and that's what this comic. It's a is great. About. It's a great book. I loved it, and I'm super excited to talk about it. So again, August 31st is when we'll be meeting for that. An advanced reader's copy of that. Nice. Yeah, it's very good. It's it's a very good book. Really um, good. And when we do when we do book club selections, uh, that does mean savings for you. Yes. If you are a walk in, everybody likes savings. Exactly. If you are a walk in, you can come in from when you hear this till uh, August thirty uh, first that day. Mm-hmm. You can come in and buy that trade paperback for twenty five percent off the cover price. If you are a Holtzlaw member, you get thirty percent off of the cover price for that. So uh, if you want to buy it, you can come here. We don't make it so that you have to buy it to come join us. Mm-hmm. If you've read it before, if you picked up the hardcover when it was released last year, if you want to read it uh, digitally, if you don't want to read it and you just want to come talk about Batman, that's fine too. It's always open. We're always having a good time. Uh, then next month, also, we have a uh, manga Dragon Ball Z club that uh, we just had our first meeting we last did. week, and it was a lot of fun. We had a ton uh, of great feedback from it. People are excited about manga and talking about Dragon Ball Z. If you haven't gotten into Dragon Ball Z, uh, we are still running a special on the number one volumes with the number twos so that uh, you can catch up. That's awesome. Uh, So August 24th, the uh, second to last Thursday of every month is when we're going to be meeting for that one. And again, uh, it's not just specifically about the manga. If you want to talk about the show, the cartoon, you know, uh, the the movies, whatever you want to do, we're just talking about our love of uh, Dragon Ball and also manga. It kind of it kind of shifted out into more manga stuff as well. Absolutely. So uh, and the same deal applies. Twenty five percent off for walk ins, thirty percent off for hold slots and again just for right now if you want to catch up if you're like oh i missed the boat you can buy number one and number two for 25 percent off or 30 percent off so you can catch up so um uh let's see what else uh, do we got going on um nothing yeah <laughs> Uh, this is the end. This is the end, my, my <laughs> friend. Um, we have a Twitter. We have an Instagram. Uh, we're doing a lot more with Twitter nowadays, so check that out. It's just at I Want More Comics. I Want More Comics, yep. Yeah. Uh, we we're always on Facebook, so if, you know, check us out there. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's kind of yeah what we got going on. Um, all right, so uh, if anybody doesn't have anything else to add. I don't. I mean, we for those listening and are wondering, we still are planning to do our annual. Yes. Uh, that is on its way, so be on the lookout for that. Lies. Exactly. Lies. Exactly right. <laughs> um, all right, so let's just jump right into the picks of the week. Yeah. Um, how about we go with Sean? For Why? Me. Why are you always single me out? Because <laughs> uh, it's so easy. Exactly. It's so easy. So uh, what was your pick from uh, last week? Uh, last week I chose a little book from Image called Generation Gone. A really interesting book that has to do with three kids that are hackers, and they decide to hack into this government facility, and unbeknownst to them, there is a guy kind of watching their every move that works for the government, and he has a virus that turns them into superheroes. Very cool. Okay. So, I mean, that's basically the the gist of the book for the first one. Of course, that's all set up. Right, it's all set up. (laughs) The the future issues are going to take off from where this leaves off, but it's... 
you, you think they're doing one thing and it comes out with something totally different. I, I don't know. The art, I'm not a super huge fan of the art. It's okay, but I did really dig the story. And I, 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 cool. I, I like weird government stuff. Sure. I just always have. Right. Well, the, if I'm correct, that looks like a, it's a hefty book, yeah, and it's I don't see oversized any, and no uh, ads either. No, there's no yeah. ads. Which is uh, which is every once nice. in a while, Image likes to do that where it's zero ads. Yeah, they, that's they, graphic. The end of it gets a little like, oh, hey, surprise! <laughs> that's pretty graphic. I like it. <laughs> oh man! All right, exploding faces. That really took a twist. <laughs> yeah. All right, I dig it. Um, the writers, I think Alex Cott. Alex Cott, yeah. yeah. And who does the art? Andre Lima Arahu. Sure. Uh, Man, yeah. I butchered that. No, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be probably pretty close. Yeah, like I said, the art, I'm not, it's not my favorite kind of art, personally. It's really interesting. I don't but know how to It weirdly it fits what they're doing with the book. Sure. So, I'm fine with it. Sure. I don't have to love every single stick of art. Yeah, no, books, no, so no, Enjoy no. the book. Absolutely. So, but yeah, if it's, right. if it's something you think is your wheelhouse, give it a shot, pick it up, see if it's something you'll enjoy. I will say that just browsing through it, this is a lot of book for four ninety nine. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Thick. There's there's some like good content in here. Or something yeah, like there's that. a lot there. Mm-hmm. That's worth it alone if you want a little journey for a good price. Very nice. Yeah, if you guys, like I said, if you guys want to give it a shot, pick it up, see what you think, get back to me and tell me what there you, you think of it. Yes, come like it. To, if you're local, uh, come to the shop and uh, talk to Sean about it. Mm-hmm. Yell um, at my I'm face! Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm going to go next. What? Yeah, I'm We're singling next. you out. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so, my pick from last week is going to be Astonishing X-Men number one. Nice. Uh, it's written by Charles Soule, artwork by uh, Jim Chung. Sewell. Uh, yep. And this is, it's hard to describe this book. It is a uh, it is a mashing of a lot of the more popular X-Men characters that people um, love. You know, you have uh, Archangel, Bishop, Phantom X, Mystique, Rogue, Gambit, Psylocke, and uh, Wolverine. That's kind of the team. Yep. yep. And uh, the artwork in here is breathtaking. I love Jim Chung. What he does is just that was incredible. Just holy cow! Just awesome artwork. The thing that I really like about this is, um, a, I'm a big Bishop fan, and for the past oh I don't know ten years they portrayed him as a villain, so now they're getting him back to being a hero again, which uh, which makes me happy. Nice. Uh, the interplay is really fun. It feels like a fun old school X Men book, which is definitely what I think he's going for. Yeah, I think all of the books have kind of tried to hearken on their older selves, so. Yeah, and he's doing something with this book, which makes me very happy, where I think he's trying to fix some of the um, issues that X-Men fans have had with the X-Men books. Yeah, so if you're, an, if you're a, like I used to be a huge X-Men fan, huge, bought it all, tried to read it all. What would make me want to pick this book up? Like, uh, what would make, make what, what, in your opinion, what would make me go, hey man, I should really be reading this? Uh, you should be reading this for the... Um, for the uh, yeah exactly uh, uh, well I was gonna say is that I just showed them the last page of the book that is gonna be um, uh, something that uh, the the big shock at the end of this is gonna be something that old school X Men fans will like and appreciate uh, so even right there that big shock um, I think will make a lot of X Men people happy but. The thing that we love about the X-Men, uh, at least I have, and I think I can speak for um, a good majority, is we love the colorfulness of the world. We love the interplay between the characters. Um, 
you know, it's 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 a combination of soap opera, of team book, mm-hmm. of crazy wacky powers, you know, um, just even just down to the art, the the colorfulness of of the costumes, everything. And this book, more than any of the other ones, is trying to do that. This is their flagship book, and this is the book that I think that if you wanted to read one X Men book, this is the one to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, every issue is going to have a different artist. If you only read M one X book this it's, month, yes. <laughs> um, Charles Soule is a very good writer. We've all been digging him on Daredevil. He brings that same kind of attention and care about the different characters, whoever it is. Right. You know, um, I'm a big. I like Bishop. I heard that he was going to be on here, and he treated him very well. Uh, they're Rogue and Gambit fans out there. The classic love triangle there. Right. That's back in this one. Um, and they're, you know, they're banter. If you like Psylocke, you know, it, it, this is a great book. I think it's it, it hits a lot of different X-Men fandoms. And uh, it's only going to be a maxi series. I found out, which means what? Uh, th- it's only going to go to like twelve issues. It's going to go to like, like twelve that. issues. Yeah. 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 Maxi series, not mini series, obviously, because they're not less yes. than six. But exactly. Right. They they do it for a hey, we have a actual end in sight for this. Yes. It's only going to be maybe this long. Maybe yeah. Two it arcs. doesn't say how so. long. It doesn't say in solicits or in the back of this, but it says this is a maxi series. Every issue is going to have a great artist on there. Um, some that have been announced so far is Ed McGinnis and Mike Diodato, oh. and I think. Greg Land has also been um, announced for this. Charles Soule is writing all of it, and they're trying to um, change some things in the X-Men universe. And like I said, uh, showing you guys that last page, they're definitely trying to uh, write some of the the ship there. So, uh, really enjoyed it. If you like the X-Men, you got to pick it up. If you don't like the X-Men, but have wanted to try, um, you know, or you're not the hugest X-Men fan, and you're like, oh, blue generation X, what do I do? Don't worry about those. This is the one to pick up. And uh, if you like that, then you can get into some of the other books. Right. But this is a, a really good jumping on point for anybody. Excellent. So, yeah, there you go. Richie, what about you? What do you got? Uh, I have Darth Maul, number five. <laughs> 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 Written by Colin Bunn. Uh, Luke Ross is the artist. Excellent. Uh, this this series has been excellent. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I praise Darth Vader a lot. We It's one of our favorite comic books. Um, mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say that this is on the same caliber as that. However... Um, I would say that this is what I thought Darth Vader would be. Um, it is using Darth Maul's character and every bit of the, the the essence of the character that most people enjoy and kind of putting that on front street. Yeah. So in this uh, very aggressive, very impatient Sith Lord um, trying to get his um, vengeance, essentially. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story, the story has taken place uh, throughout one through four, and this on issue five is kind of the payoff of it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And Darth Maul gets to fight a uh, Padawan, essentially, but he keeps trying to consider it a Jedi. Gotcha. And uh, it's incredible. The art's well done. The story's compelling. I can't recommend it enough for anyone that's even slightly interested mm-hmm. in Darth Maul. Yep. I think it is it's a kind of a fan service, not so much like blowing me away with what they're trying to describe, but it's giving sure. me exactly what I needed. Sure. <clears throat> so buying it and reading it isn't a challenge for me at all. It's it's well, simply put like if you like this flavor, you're going to enjoy this comic book. Oh yeah, so. absolutely. It's a five issue miniseries. Uh, it's over, mm-hmm. uh, so they're going to be bringing out one trade, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. 
Makes it easy. Makes it easy, and I I definitely agree. Um, If you like the Darth Maul character, which most Star Wars fans do, uh, this is going to be a fun, just like in Star Wars Rebels, uh, a little excursion with the character so that he's not um, forgotten, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very interested to see what they do with the next one, the Mace Windu. Yes. I'm like, Mace Windu, all right, man, cool, (laughs) I like Mace Windu. So um, I think they're really doing well with Marvel with these miniseries, because like you said, a Darth Maul ongoing would be it just I don't think it would provide what we needed and this exactly. yeah. this story was to the point and it it finished off well really well yeah. um making it added more to the mythos of the character and didn't take away which is the most important thing yep. where I think an ongoing would absolutely do that it would kind of drain the character's legend and that's not good yeah absolutely so all right well there we go there's some picks of the weeks for us pow Pow! Uh, let's. <laughs> we're gonna just jump right into spinning the racks. Spinning the racks. Spinning the racks. Because we have uh, quite a bit tonight. Yeah, we do. Because San Diego Comic Con was last uh, yeah, week. Yeah, it was. Uh, so, uh, uh, Richie you know, here. If you, don't, if you remember it, you weren't really there. Dude. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, Richie just came back from. Uh, I did. From there. Um, so I guess just really quickly, uh, give us just an overall of how your experience went. Um, the experience this year was. Uh, so I've been going for five years total, and the most. I'm a creature of habit. And I will say that the most interesting thing about the con is that the con constantly changes. It's always mm-hmm. manipulating itself to represent the newest in pop culture, you know? Mm-hmm. No matter how much as a stickler I am for lack of change, this thing changes drastically every year. So every time I start to feel comfortable in something, they've switched it up and and changed it to where there's something fresh and new. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the... San Diego Comic-Con, unlike other Comic-Cons, is so big that it's adaptable to whoever, to however you want a con. Yep. So you can either go buy exclusives, you can meet all the artists, you can meet creators, you can go to all the celebrity things, you can check out all the upcoming television shows. It's really adaptable to there's whatever pop culture niche yes. you have. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. There's and a it, lot of stuff and things. Yeah, <laughs> and it is. And again, this year was absolutely insane. It was... I. I can't thank you guys enough for stepping up and letting me go. Um, I got to go as a retailer for the first time, and that was really interesting. I had a few people uh, talk to me very differently. I made sure to, because I had an attendee badge and a retailer badge, and I always made sure to switch it to my retailer badge when I walked into the DC booth, because mm-hmm. they would talk to you a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Uh, they care more about, because they're, they're essentially selling to us, so uh, I become a customer of theirs for a second. Um mm-hmm. And uh, it was incredible, uh, like it always will be, and forever. You know, if you haven't gone to San Diego, you need to. It's at least once. It has to be a one time. Especially like, if you're listening to this podcast, it yeah. means you're into comic books enough. Yes, that you should definitely visit it one time. Yes, and and even as somebody who does, I'm not a huge traveler. I'm not a huge um, crowd person. Right. Um, you know, I get it. A lot of people go on to like crowds. So I don't like, but you know what? 
even all that is set aside, you gotta go at least once. Mm-hmm. You have to go at least once. You have to look. You have to look upon. So you could stand around in a crowd of two hundred thousand people and go. Whoa. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Is standing this guy there, speaking Klingon at me. Exactly. Standing there and going with the year that I went, standing on a bridge and looking out of the convention center and going, how many people are supposed to be here? And you find out one hundred forty thousand. You go, that's what one hundred forty thousand people look like. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know. Uh, walking yeah. around and going, oh, hey, look, there's Robert Downey Jr. at the Marvel booth. Yeah, the amount of you know, celebrities you just walk it by is, about is insane. Yeah. Seven blocks? Yeah. Yes. It's a seven block convention center. If you and don't count is, the gas lamp. It is yeah. freaking packed. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. runs over into the gas lamp. Yeah, yeah the there's gas, actually buildings. Gas lamp is yeah. absolutely the con as yes, well. Yes, it's the con, point. and so is what's the what's the hotel that's right next Marriott. to Marriott. In the Marriott. The Marriott also. and the Hyatt. Because they, they both yeah. actually host events and functions. The Hyatt yeah. as there's the also, room. Yeah. Like the the last year I went, it was the year Machete came out, and Danny Trio was hosting an event, but he was outside on the side of a building that had been fenced off. Mm-hmm. And they were showing the movie on the side of a building, and you can get tacos made by the whole cast. Yeah, <laughs> like they do stuff like that at night. They, they took they over the whole harbor. Yeah. this year, IMDb all over the place. Oh took yeah, a boat with Kevin Smith and mm-hmm. took Kevin, Kevin Smith had the whole harbor. So I mean, they just they keep expanding it. It's it's insane. Absolutely, it's well, crazy. It's, it's kind of yeah. funny when you take when you take in into account that this con, the city itself, decided okay, what what do we want to vote on here? Do we want to vote on expanding the convention center right. to house this? convention that haps, happens once a week or do we want to build a new stadium for the San Diego Chargers who right. play here for, <laughs> for so many months you know months, yeah. what do we what would we rather and if do you follow they're the like news, hey let's go ahead and build that convention center <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> yeah if you follow the news uh, the San Diego Chargers are now the LA Chargers yeah so that so, happened <laughs> yeah, that happened uh, so just like Comic Con we have a lot to talk about not all of it is going to be comic centric we got movies we got TV can I announce the fake news first sure <laughs> okay walking Robert dead. Kirkman's ending Walking Dead <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's not true. And <laughs> Batman, or Bruce, uh, Ben Affleck like, is leaving ba- Batman. Also not true. <laughs> Those yeah. are not true. Who was it? Was oh. it CBR who leaked that? And then yeah. Well, there's a lot of places. It was one of them. There's a lot of places, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, basically, what happened is Robert Kirkman said he always knows how The Walking Dead's going to end. Which he's known since issue one. He's yes. been saying that forever. He knows how so, Walking Dead will end. So, when, so at his panel, when people heard that, they interpreted that to say, oh, he's going to be ending it, just like Invincible. Yeah. He said no. Um, um, then it was leaked that um, ben that Ben Affleck was going to be dropped as Batman. He said on stage at Comic Con, "No, uh, there are still people that say that they think it's going to depend upon Justice League yes. and how well it does." As an Affleck fan, that has validity just in the general, but that's kind Affleck. of a that's uh, a you and I are in the same boat. Right. We think he's the best on-screen Batman. Absolutely. Listen to them scream. <laughs> I can hear someone screaming at me right now. <laughs> yeah, nobody, um, nobody cares what I think. <laughs> what's What's the best Batman on screen? Ben Affleck. That's right. See? See? Oh, God, you just... Now you made them scream more. <laughs> I know. He, he did that on purpose so that after they were done screaming, they would scream more. Um, so getting rid of him, I think, would be a uh, big blunder. It's kind of like saying Henry Cavill shouldn't be Superman anymore. Well, so... he's He's been good. To me, you can lose Ben Affleck because Batman, the character, is big enough that it can Batman go can on. Batman can be anybody. Yeah, sure. It will just be a loss. I think a loss yeah, that most no, people Batman won't Batman can recognize. be anybody but George Clooney. That's right. There's, George Clooney... As much as you love George Clooney, I'm sorry, but no. Uh, Yeah. Um, So so we'll see where that story develops. I think that if everyone loves Justice League and they go, Ben Affleck is awesome, I think he'll be in the Batman. Right. If everyone goes, oh, everybody was cool except for Batman and, you know, whoever, Cyborg or whoever people don't like, 
then they'll see some changes. Okay, that was the fake news. That's the fake news. <laughs> um, let's just get into... Uh, there's so much to talk about here. Uh, we just talked about Star Wars, so let's just talk about this really cool, uh, really quickly. They announced that they're doing a five-issue miniseries, yeah. Star Wars Thrawn. Yeah. About uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. I'm in. Uh, I hear he's a guy. He's, he's in Star awesome. Wars. Yes, if you are not familiar, Grand, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn was a character created by Timothy Zahn in the 90s um, during the Heir to the Empire novel series. Yep. When there was no Star Wars and people said Star Wars was dead and it's yep. not going to come around we, anymore. Anybody, if we were clamoring for anything Star Wars, this is a weird time, kids. You wouldn't understand it. Yes. Uh, they brought out these mm-hmm. novels. People loved them. They still love them. And they introduced Grand Admiral Thrawn, who's become um, an iconic, probably, I'll say second to Darth Vader yeah, villain. Absolutely. And uh, he just recently in Star Wars Rebels was made, you know, into life in that. So now he's in continuity again. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing um, a Star Wars Thrawn comic book. Take my money. I agree with you. 100%. It's just gone. Like, I don't... <laughs> Take my store credit. Exactly. I just realized that for, like, a 20-year-old, like, mm-hmm. he probably doesn't understand that 90s era where we were, like... Nothing. Where we didn't have Star Wars, there were no Marvel movies. Nope. We didn't have... Like, we had 90s cartoons. Yes. And that was the epic... That was the... No, it was not. How dare you. Batman and X-Men? Come on. Yeah, it's okay. Spider Man. Yeah, come on. Yeah, that's all we had. I can, for... I can live with the Batman cartoon. That was pretty good. The X Men one was not my gig. Oh, love that the was X-Men all one. y'all. I love the Spider Man one. I love the Superman. Blast I love the Justice League. No, come on. Wow, you're crazy. Anyway, anyway. So this is so the one thought. time that Batman wins all for me. <laughs> Batman the animated know. series is was... the only one worth watching in this day and age out of all those. Oh wow. Um, I agree with you, but so again, uh, <laughs> keep us on top. We're gonna keep, keep Come on. on topic. Uh, Marvel <laughs> announced more about their legacy. They announced that they're going to be doing some one shots. That's going to be tying in with their uh, Marvel Legacy event. Um, yeah, which some, is really interesting. It's very interesting. These are the titles they announced: Hand uh, Hands of uh, Kung Fu featuring Shang Chi, mm-hmm. number one twenty six. Power yep. Pack sixty three. Dazzler number forty three. Right. Silver Sable number thirty six. Not. Brand Ech, number 14, and Darkhawk, number 51. Whoa. So, uh... If that's not a list. <laughs> that is a list. Um, and a lot of stuff they announced at the Con 2 was going to be, um, you know, uh, some of the creative teams on some of the books, and also the numbering, because they're going back to legacy numbering for some of them. Right. Uh, the biggest, uh, the biggest announcement for creative teams was uh, Mark Wade and Chris Samney are going to be uh, working on Captain America after Secret Empire's all done. Mm. So, uh, I'm actually pretty excited about that. I think that they could write a uh, pretty good um, uh, a pretty good Captain America. It, getting back to uh, getting back to his roots, hopefully. I'm hoping uh, that'll be good after the Secret Empire stuff. Uh, yeah, that would... I think that legacy is kind of needed at this point. After Secret Empire, kind of sh- just to kind of solidify uh, the universe a little more, so people can get back in on and reading it without having to jump in the middle of this crazy chaos. So mm-hmm. I- I'm looking forward to legacy. I think it'll be a good thing. Very nice. Um. All right. Uh, let's get into some of the other stuff. Uh, it was announced that good old Jeff Lemire. 
is coming back to DC Comics in a big way. Right. Uh, Jeff Lemire uh, was announced as the writer of Hawkman Found, which is the one shot that's going to be part of the metal event that we've talked about over the yep. uh, you know last couple weeks. Can't uh, wait for that. He also hinted that he's going to be writing an ongoing Hawkman book at the uh, panel that he was on as well. They haven't announced that, but he said he's not oh, done. Yeah. He's not done writing Hawkman. It's gonna be so good. The book that they did officially announce was The Terrifics. Uh, yes. written by, I actually think it looks really cool. I think Doesn't it looks it look very cool. cool. Um, it's written by Jeff Lemire, art by Ivan Rice, and the team... <laughs> you had me at yeah. Jeff Lemire. You had I, me at, then you pounded it home with Ivan Rice. With Ivan Rice. <laughs> Never heard of her. Uh, <laughs> you have. You have heard of Ivan Rice. Um, it's going to be a two ninety nine book, by the way. Wow. Fantastic, right? That's what? just... I figured they would make it at least five ninety nine. No, it's going to be two ninety nine. No. Well, that's amazing. That's um, amazing. You can still sell comics for two ninety nine in this day and age. Yep. Um, in fact, Jim Lee and Dan DeDeal, when they did their panel, said that uh, they th- th- this I thought was very interesting. They did a state of the industry panel, and a lot of clickbait articles have um, taken latched that, onto latched onto Jim Lee Dan DeDeal says the end of the comic book um, the end of the comic book industry is imminent. Right. But that's not what they yeah, were way saying. Way to take something out of context. Yeah. What they were saying was that they were saying. <laughs> Damn it! That, I forgot to announce that too during our f- fake news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, fake news. Uh, what they were saying is is that there's different things that comic companies should be doing to keep people interested in comics, mm-hmm. and if you ignore those, like then that's good stories. Uh, well, the one of the biggest things they said was um, uh, that they lose money uh, when they make books more than two ninety nine usually. So they said that their new initiative with Dark Matter and this Terrifics books is to keep it at two ninety nine because, like I said, I don't know what the math is, but they said they'll make more money on the two ninety nine Jeff Lemire book than making it three ninety nine or four ninety nine or whatever. More people are willing to. It's by, you're selling more units. Yes, that's yeah. really what it boils exactly. down to. Exactly, and, and I do actually like the fact that they came out and said that there's not supposed to be any variants for these books. Yep, no variants. No it's variants for Terrifics. The book. The book. That's yep. just, you get, get the one cover. You know, yep. they're they're basically trying to get rid of the having number one. And have seven variants that go along. No, nope, nope. it's going to be points. it's going to be its own book, and um, the the team of it's a it's a it's a four person team. It's Mister Terrific. You seem kind of like the Fantastic Four. Uh, hey, Plastic <laughs> Man, <laughs> right? uh, Metamorpho, and Phantom Girl from the Legion of Superheroes. Mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wonder if this was thought out by them after those X Men card variants. Uh, well, oh. um, <laughs> sorry. So so uh, just Shots Lemire, fired. So Jeff Lemire said in an interview that he really wants this to have a um, fantastic, uh, early Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, Fantastic Four feel, and a Tom Strong feel. He might be, yeah, he might be shooting for that. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but when he said Tom Strong feel, I sent a message to Sean, and I said, did you see this? And Sean said, yeah, I'm going to be picking this book up. (laughs) And I went, yeah, uh, that's, yeah. I'm super excited about it. Um, as a as a personal fan, uh, as Zach Alafi the fan, not the retailer, not um, nothing like that. This is my favorite news. Uh, I love that you're going to take some some crazy characters that um, I've enjoyed. I really feel like now that we know that these guys are going to have a bigger part in metal, yeah. they're going to show up somehow, and everyone's going to go, "These guys were awesome." Well, guess what? Here's a book, right? All about them. Um, Ivan Rice is one of my favorite comic book artists of all time. He still is. Some people are like, oh, you know, he just does covers now. Well, he's doing the interiors here, and I absolutely love him. Um, 
and uh, like I said, the two as a retailer now, the two ninety nine price point is fantastic. Yeah, because people go, well, I don't know who Mister Fantastic or Mister Fantastic, <laughs> Mister Terrific, Mister uh, Terrific, Mister Terrific, <laughs> uh, or Metamorpho the thing, uh, or Phantom Lady, Sue Storm, uh, <laughs> or uh, Plastic Man, yeah. uh, who's basically Reed Richards with the, but he's going to be Johnny Storm with the personality. Bang. Right. Um, and I love the Fantastic Four too, uh, so you know, double whammy for well, me. You, you can't, you know, the, for the first what hundred and ten issue run of the Fantastic Four set the groundwork for, for everything, like ninety Every, percent yeah. of Marvel say, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're so, Marvel, so. yeah exactly. There's so, so many first appearances in that entire yeah. clip. Uh, so as a retailer, having that be a two ninety nine book. With that creative team, it'll make it easier to sell. Jeff Lemire is on a huge high right now. Um, yeah, we've seen him like over the last three months. Zach mm-hmm. and I were actually talking about this, where we've yes. seen he's had a huge upswing, and there's a bunch of people coming in, talking to yes. us and asking about. Have you read this you know, sweet tooth? Thing? Have you ever heard of <laughs> Jeff Lemire? I'm like, no. Well, it's Lemire for one, it's and Lemire. yes, I have. And here's all of his work. Enjoy. <laughs> exactly. We're like, we're like, we're yeah. Like, I've already read it all. Here you go. Exactly. I've been on this boat for like I don't know, ten years or I'm something. I'm the captain now. <laughs> Look at me. Exactly. It's like it's like yeah, I read. His Animal Man when he's writing Animal Man yeah. and Essex um, County. Essex I mean, County. he's got he's got such he's already ha- he already has a very deep catalog of different. Oh yeah, things. I mean oh, yeah. he already has that, and there's people it, that are just it's realizing. A, yeah, that it's a weird this is a thing. It's I'm a happy. weird. Uh, he's been around for a while, and, and it's, it's weird to see people jumping on it now. Is basically trying now to say. people are coming in and they'll go, oh it's Jeff Lemire. Well, because how long that. have you and I, Zach, been talking about Lemire to people? I mean, I've, oh, I mean. <laughs> You should read this. It's really you good. You should read this. <laughs> yeah. It's really good now. Well, I don't know. And then, you know. Yeah. Well, but he's become the new, um, you know, he's become a... He's the new it girl. The new, yeah, the new popular author. So him coming back to DC, which a lot of people go, coming back. Yes. He, <laughs> when he came out uh, doing Essex County and doing some of the more independent work, he did some stuff at uh, DC Comics. He had a great run on Animal Man. He wrote some of the Adam stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote a little bit on uh, Future's End, if I remember correctly, New uh, 52, yes. Future's yep. End. Um, so, I mean, he's been around. Then he signed an exclusive with Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, not an exclusive, but uh, but uh, he worked for them, and he did some stuff at Image. Well, he's and now trying he's trying to finish back. up Thanos, isn't he? Yeah, he's finishing he up. He Valiant forever, too. Well, and he also does Valiant okay. stuff, too, yeah. He, he's very prolific. Well, there, was, there was one, I think there was one moment in time he was like either writing or doing the art for like seven books or something, something like, like that. that. Yes. Yeah. Seven or eight. It was something crazy where I was like, how do you keep yeah. this up the and fact, do monthlies? Right. <laughs> and with everything that he was doing and then did AD after death, yeah, I was Scott like, Snyder. how How do you have time to do anything? Yep. <laughs> and he no just Because none of these are like half books. Like these no. are all thought out, well-written masterpieces of like, you know, of comic book storytelling. Yes. And I haven't, I've re- yet to read a Lemire where I was like, oh, he... He phoned it in on this. It's never happened. No, they're usually they make you think they're well done, they're well thought out. They're the stories are full and complete and well worth reading, well worth the price of admission. I, that's oh, yeah. Lemire's. And the funny thing is, I, I actually think Kent's going to be close on his tails, dude. Because to me, Matt Lem- Kent, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, I agree. Lemire and Kent. If you like Same Lemire, yeah. you you can get into Kent pretty easily because they, they have <laughs> similar yeah. styles. Well, they're friends, and yeah, they're still like well, their their art style is that mm-hmm. kind of sketchy style, yep. um, and their storytelling style is very. 
it's off the rails. It's yeah. it's just a different way to tell a story, but it's very heartfelt. Right. Yes. So it's it's easy Passion to get into that. Yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to get in him if you're into Jeff Lemire. But I'm really glad to see that Lemire's actually getting that we're just getting the response we're getting, and not especially having been somebody who's followed his career for almost the whole thing right. since the beginning. I mean, I yeah. got on a little bit late after I'd say right after Essex County was complete. That's about when I jumped on. And that's and that's about when too. So. Um, I bought the Nobody, which is a graphic novel that he did for Vertigo that mm-hmm. um, nobody bought and it was his retelling of H.G. Wells' The Invisible Man and it's actually pretty hard to find because uh, nobody bought it it was a hardcover that he brought out uh, way long time ago yeah it was a while ago um, he and Jeff Lemire started. just won uh, an Eisner this year for Best New Series with Black Hammer mm-hmm. Black Hammer's excellent if you haven't read yeah. that book yep and speaking of uh, our guy Tom King, right. he uh, won for Best Limited Series, The Vision, and for um, the uh, short story with... Uh, uh, this is just a small drop in the head of what he's going to... If that those yeah. are pulling off awards, I can't imagine... Yeah, well, East the Bad Hound, that short story, yeah. he's fantastic. straight up brand new. Yeah. King has not done a lot of stuff. <laughs> no. What no. is he? He's, we done, had the same... he's done Futurama. Which yeah. I think is where he cut his teeth right. with yep. a little bit of independent stuff in there. Uh huh. And then he's done Batman. And the Vision. And Vision. And well, that uh, Elmer, yeah, and Grayson. And then yeah. that Elmer film. Uh, he was also one of the writers on Convergence, but um, uh, yeah. but nobody knew who right. he was back then. I so. would, yeah, I would say that because people are asking the same thing about. I'm getting into Tom King, and you're like, all right, well, here's three well, things. Yeah, here's, well, and, here you go. Well, and and uh, Mr. Miracle, that's going to be coming out. Uh, Already read it. Highly recommend that you, book. Oh, I haven't read it. You showed me it. Yes. We have a, I need to read it. Yes, we, we have an advanced copy. Uh, but he's, he's somebody to look out for, too. Um, I'm not going to lie. Read. I'm super on that hype train. What, Mr. Miracle? Mr. Miracle oh, yeah. has got me hyped very like good. no other. It was very good. And then at San Diego Comic-Con. He is a master of escape, and he's trying to escape the ultimate. Miracle is, dude. I'm screwing with you. <laughs> no, no, but the pitch is. I know you were. <laughs> pitch it to the, the audience. Yeah, pitch here. it to why, the audience. Not to me. Not really to me. You have the master of escape <laughs> who can escape every predicament. Who has? Yes. And what is the ultimate lock? Life. And so he's trying to escape life. He's tr- trying to commit suicide to escape mm-hmm. this this mortal cell, if you will. Classic Jack Kirby yeah. character. Yeah, the, right. yeah uh, it's not a spoiler. Uh, I mean, kind of, because people haven't been talking about this online. But the very first page is him in the bathroom with his throat uh, or his uh, wrist cut. So yeah. uh, it's dark. <laughs> yeah. But they're all in it. Big Barda, Orion. It's a New Gods book, which is crazy. Um, That's just an insane premise. Well, and it's I had crazy. a weird love affair with the New Gods, so I'd pick it up. Anyway. I love yeah, the New Gods as well. Um, I'm and, in love with Tom King at this point. Yeah, so. me, yeah me too. So uh, <laughs> Tom King. Tom King. <laughs> Um, uh, again, what else we got out of San Diego? Uh, yeah, out of San Diego. Also, we had the first look at the evil Batman. Yes, they released metal. that. To, dun, dun, yep, dun. from metal. Uh, they're doing a series of one shots, and they released all of the looks of all the different evil Batman, except for one, mm-hmm. which is the Batman, the the man who laughs, the something to do with the Joker. But they right. don't want to reveal that yet. Yeah, but but this is basically um, the worst. The worst fears that Batman has comes out of the Dark Multiverse, and they each have different Justice League members. So one's a, a evil Green Lantern Batman and an evil Flash Batman. They're all evil Justice League members and Batman. Yes, exactly. It's really, but the image that they showed—if you could find it online or whatever—is yeah. 
killer. It is. Um, and they also announced uh, that they announced a lot of the creative teams, a lot of great people writing it. Scott Snyder's writing one, Tom King. Um, Joshua Williamson is on The Flash right now. Uh, artists include uh, Fabic, Ethan Van Skyver, mm-hmm. uh, Koipel, Oliver Koipel. So, I mean, great creative teams on there. They announced that. This is one that I'm very excited to talk about because yes. we are all big Watchmen fans here. Yes. And there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Uh, at San Diego Comic-Con, uh, Jeff Johns talked about the Doomsday Clock. Uh, originally, when we heard about it, it was going to be uh, a four-issue series. Yes. Well, uh, they announced that it's going to be a 12-issue series now. Huh. It's going to take place one year ahead of the main DC uh, Universe continuity. Nice. Uh, when issue number 12 hits of Doomsday Clock, the rest of the DC Universe will be um, caught up. Uh, he said there's no crossovers, there's no one-shots, there's no tie-ins. Anything with the Watchmen is going to be um, going to be a part of this. Uh, it's the creative team throughout the entire thing, him, Jeff Johns, and Gary Frank. And he said that uh, a lot of the books are nine-panel pages. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like Watchmen. Of course. Um, so, how do we feel? What do we think? Uh, I'm is, excited to see it. This is going to be a must-buy. I, I, don't, I don't see how you, if you're a DC fan, and you've been on this train since Rebirth, I don't see how you miss this. It's, uh, It will be a game-changer, I think, for the universe. Almost, oh, I think that's the plan. Yeah, I almost think that this and Metal are really kind of gonna crash into each other melting this into a, the newest uh, era of DC comic books so. yes I agree with you um, Jeff Johns also teased that he can't wait for the DC Universe's smartest man to meet the Watchmen's smartest man right and everyone goes well, who are you talking about and the uh, basically everyone says it's gonna be Ozzy Mandeus and Lex Luthor yeah fantastic uh, and as being a Superman fan somebody said what's Superman's role in this book right and he said Superman is the book um, so uh, I think he's gonna you know they were giving out these buttons at San Diego yes. too that were uh the Watchmen clock ticking down to a Superman symbol. Yes. So that's going to be pretty exciting to see. Uh, the last little DC news, which is um, which will, which is funny, it came out on Sunday late at the con, like 6 p.m. People were talking about this. Frank Miller and John Romita Jr. are going to be uh, collaborating on Superman Year One. That's right. <laughs> I mean. Uh. Nope. Yep, I'm in. <laughs> so, uh, absolutely. So, it's all you, brother. <laughs> so I'll take it. I'll take it. And people have been asking me, they said, Zach, are you going to buy this? Of course he's going to buy this. Yeah, I buy everything Superman. <laughs> right. um, it doesn't matter. Am I uh, going to buy this? Probably not. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing that I, I read an interview with Frank Miller, because I went, oh, I don't know how I feel about this, because... Every, every time that he's used Superman in a book, it's not been very favorable. Who's writing it? Which? Frank Miller. Frank Miller's writing it. Yes. No Azarello bumpers. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Frank Miller. But so the, the one thing the one thing I can hang my hope on uh-huh. is that he said every time he's ever used Superman in any incarnation, it's been from the perspective of Batman. Yeah, he's and, used him in a very negative light. Yeah, and he said, and he said Batman um, doesn't like Superman, and that uh, they're ideologies do not mix. So from Batman's perspective, Superman is always going to be um, negative, downer, not his cup of tea. Right. But he said, but Frank Miller said that he's a huge Superman fan and has been since he was a kid. 
and that he wants um, to write Superman from from a. Uh, uh, a hopeful perspective, and that in this book, um, see how well that worked out with the spirit movie. Yeah. I can't. I just I, this can't. Is so good. I was trying to hold it back and, so hard. Uh, <laughs> I like the spirit movie. And that this time around, uh, Batman will be shown in a negative light because this is from right, Superman's uh, perspective. <laughs> I'm in. So I, the, suddenly I'm in. Um, I will say, as a Frank Miller fan, the most interesting part of this is that it's really outside of. Uh, Miller's wheelhouse mm-hmm. to write a super all-powerful alien, you know, yes. in a ho-dunk town yep. versus the noir-esque that he is so good at. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of refreshing, and it, I, I'm expecting a really interesting take on well, a very iconic figure. Let's just be honest here. When I heard this, I said, and after I read that interview, I said, you know what? This could either be really great, and we all go, wow, Frank Miller still has it somewhere, or it's not going to be very good. There is, so, <laughs> so there's going to be a love-hate for this, absolutely. And yes. that is kind of what Frank Miller broods at this point in sure. general, is you either love it or you hate it. So he yeah. breeds? Yeah, he Brooding creates, and breeding are two different things. He breeds it. He yes. creates it. Yeah. He creates <laughs> yeah. a, a atmosphere of people either loving it or hating it, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think that it's... It's definitely a line in the sand, and sure. it will be interesting. <laughs> it will be very interesting. Um, I, I'm he, excited. Again, and as a Superman fan, if he treats Superman with the respect and the reverence that he says that he does have, he just hasn't done it before. Right. Then cool. I'm cool with different takes and stuff. It's not going to be a one. It's not going to be one of the main books. Right. It's going to be his own little thing. So it's just, cool. This one's definitely hard for me because uh, Frank Miller's been pretty. Not hitting it for me. Right. Well, I agree. It's probably ten to fifteen years. Right. Well, I definitely agree um, with you. And I'm not a JRJR fan. Right. Really. And the so Tommy the Junior so stuff. JRJR is the only me. reason I think that this book may actually come out on time. Uh, That's true. Yes. Yes. So, oh yeah, his stuff will be done. Well, right. and, I do give him credit. For that. Well, and and you know why that happened? Because Frank Miller liked his stuff on the Last Crusade that he did. I I think the them combined is excellent because Ramita. His work currently, to me, is kind of yes. it mimics yeah. almost the fr- uh, Frank Miller yes. style, you know. Yes. Especially when he does it to um, to homage yes. Frank Miller style, mm-hmm. it's almost perfection. So. Yeah. So, so yeah, I agree with you. When I heard that, I went, "Okay, JRJR, cool." The Frank Miller stuff does have me interested. I'm gonna pick it up, of course, and I'm sure we'll talk about it on the podcast. So for sure. Um, this one, I thought this I thought was very cool, and I wanted to hear Sean's opinion because okay. I think no. he will be buying a uh, X Men book, uh, Marvel book here. Uh, they announced at San Diego Comic Con X Men Grand Design by Ed oh, Piscor. Yeah. I think that's how you say his name. Yeah. He is the creator, writer, artist of Hip Hop Family Tree. Which I dig. And if, it's if, you, exactly, if you like any kind of history yeah. of hip hop, it's actually really, it's a really interesting kind of cool book. He writes it really crazy. Right. It's different than anything. <laughs> it's definitely a fanographics type book. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with this book. Right. And how he's right. Because he's basically doing a history. The cover looks awesome. An X-Men history book. Well, yeah. And, and it's laid out, and the pages all look the same as Hip Hop Family Tree. So, like that brown so it's, it's paper or whatever. It's going to be brown newsprint. Yep. 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 He's doing all that. So uh, I know Sean loves that book, and I heard that, and I went, well, I'm an X-Men fan, so I'll read it. But um, 
Um, I'll check it out. It's gonna be pretty. It's, interesting. It'll be dense, dude. His stuff is not like the hip hop family. It takes you a bit to get through those books. Sure, they're dense, man. It, it's not a quick read at all, and there's so much going on that you're trying to keep all this straight. And his his art style doesn't lend to like you. Right. You got to pay attention. <coughs> okay. Unfortunately, so <laughs> you can't skim his stuff. Right. It's just not gonna happen. All right. Uh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, so for the last like a little 15 minutes here, let's get into the uh, non-comic book stuff because there's okay. always a ton of that. Yeah. Uh, and let's just talk about. Uh, and this will be fun because Sean doesn't usually watch a lot of trailers. I wanted to mention one. Oh yeah. Let's, let's do that. Uh, they also announced that the Immortal Iron Fist is going to be a Comixology exclusive. Oh series, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is one of the Iron Fist ones that I like that I know you guys hate. But Aaron Carr is coming back to finish his story with uh, Afu Chan, <laughs> um, and to continue the uh, the Living Weapons. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be on Comixology first. They'll come back out and pr- print it for two ninety nine as well. There you go. So uh, just one of my favorite series sure. of Iron Fist, and I thought it was really cool. And if you're into digital comics, it's a really interesting thing. It's, yeah, it's issue one, I believe, free. Is, uh, it's already out. Yeah, number one's already out. <clears throat> yeah, you just we have to wait for it to be in print, but you can read it now mm-hmm. on Comicsology. So, um, all right, so uh, let's talk about trailers, 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 because uh, that's one of the biggest oh. things that happens. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, so I did see this crazy bootleg trailer that looked really freaking cool. I will say that. I didn't watch that bootleg trailer. I might have watched that one. <laughs> did you watch the bootleg? I might have you seen did? That. I might have seen the yeah. Avi post that and I might yeah, have just went ahead and watched that and went well, shit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I watched that little bootleg as well. Uh, we're talking about Avengers Infinity War, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't, uh, you know, some people are like, oh, I'm going to wait. I really think that um, it's not going to be released until Thor Ragnarok comes I agree. out. I uh, because I've noticed that Marvel marketing does two at a time. Yeah. Right now it's Thor and Black Panther. Once right. Thor's over, it'll be Black Panther Avengers. Right. Then once Black Panther's, that'll be Avengers and Wasp or right. whatever they're doing. So I don't think we're getting a, that high definition trailer till November. Okay. And uh, I'm not waiting that long. So uh, <laughs> so I watched the the bootleg. There's one. a great meme of uh, Captain America. Just going, oh, like, yeah. no one has patience. <laughs> he looks awesome. Did you see the mock up of him as oh, yes. Solid Snake? Yes. That's great. Yeah. He looks exactly like Solid Snake. Um, <laughs> super stoked about that one. Uh, it's gonna. It's just nuts to me that Thanos is going to be on the screen. Yeah, it really. Well, is that's crazy. my boy. That's yeah, what got I me. That's what started this entire story. Right. Was the <laughs> first time I read that Infinity yep. Gauntlet. So to that's see crazy. this actualized into a movie on the screen, kind of blows my mind. Uh, it, yeah. Ridiculously. We should do. And then with the, the hype with all of the in the bootleg trailer, the hype with you get to see the one shots of all the different characters that are going to be in this. It's just well, like it, well, holy crap! It's everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many more dudes like, can you feel? Like how many more stars? Did they all take a massive pay cut just to be? I know, this? right? I don't, you can't afford them. Are you going to make any it. money? I don't know. It's, it's always going to make money. It's going to make a lot of money. We might as God, well just put this just, in our taxes. Like exactly, <laughs> don't has, screw like, it up. Going to have a Marvel tax no, eventually. No, well, it's the no, Russo Iron brothers. Man three or X Men no, two, no, please. No, no. Uh, it, I mean, it's the Russo brothers. Uh, they did the best com- one of the best comic movies of all time, Winter Soldier, Civil War. I really enjoyed as well. So they're two for two right now. 
now. So yeah. um, I'll give it to them. Uh, let's talk about my favorite trailer. Uh, and yes, I like this trailer more than the Thor one. Was the uh, Justice League of America trailer? The four yeah. four minute full kind of trailer. Can I hear something funny? Hmm. Yeah, I ain't watched that yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, um, it's good. It's very good. I feel very um, excited about it because I think that they they start the trailer off with Wonder Woman, who has been the most successful DC EU um, yeah. character so far. As which she is should. very that smart. That was a well done movie. Yes, I agree. The movie looks a lot like a lot of fun. Yep. It looks like uh, they they didn't just like Wonder Woman. They're not changing the tone. Like everyone was like, oh, they're going to change the tone. Right. Uh, Wonder Woman didn't change the tone. Wonder it Woman wasn't a Marvel movie. Right. It was still dark. It still had some things, but they went at it with a, I don't know, with a lighter woman's touch. I don't know. I would agree to that, but uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's because that's that's exactly what you and I talked about. It's definitely not... It's almost kind of like the writing where there's the Marvel method. There, there's, there's a Marvel method well, of movies. Yes, absolutely. And it did not follow that method. No. The DC movies make sure they don't follow that method necessarily. Yes. It's interesting to me to... Because to, I've seen some other reviews of people that did not like Wonder Woman. Right. And they thought Gal Gadot couldn't act to save her life. That was that's the biggest, crazy. That was the biggest... That is nuts. ...thing that I heard. And I'm like... Oh, okay. We watched a different movie, I guess. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Um, so I think that they definitely <laughs> wow. learned from that, and in yeah. Justice League, they're going to be doing that. It has some humor. It has some more fun aspects. Justice League. Uh, but they're not getting rid of... A lot of people hate on the dark edginess of stuff, but that's one of the things I like about them, because they're adding in... Um, they're adding in some stakes. Wonder yeah. Woman, if you've not seen it, this is even a spoiler. Well, DC, they talk about war. No, that, DC is making comic book movies, though. Yeah. Yes. Marvel makes genre movies. That's Absolutely. your sure. sure. Marvel is making spy movies, and they're making everything that... They're making genre movies. They're, the most recent one was a high school right. movie. Yeah, yeah John, he's so kind of like thing. They're yes. doing that kind of thing where DC's trying to make comic book movies. Yeah. Yes. They're trying to follow a comic book formula, which a lot of people are not... They just don't understand that that's yeah. what's going on. Well, yes. and yeah, and it's tough to follow if you're not a comic book fan, and that's understandable, you know. Roll uh, for even for some comic book people. Yeah, they, a, they belittle and berated like yeah. it's a comic book they don't like reading. So mm-hmm. sure, absolutely. So that's um, how you know it's a good comic book movie is when comic book guys are yelling about it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they yell about everything. Um, Aquaman looks fantastic. I am still holding by my prediction that um, Aquaman. Aquaman will be the uh, Hulk of this Justice League movie that everyone's going to come walking out of it going, even if you liked it, didn't like the movie, are still going to go, but Jason Momoa was awesome as Aquaman. Uh, I still think that's going to happen. I think that it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. The the playfulness that they're doing, and especially as a Superman fan, I love hearing like every reviewer or every person go where's Superman and he was just in the last DCEU big movie right. yeah. you know what I mean yeah. it has, it's not like he's been gone for 20 years right. he's been gone for a year and a half Yeah. Uh, but people are like where is he I, I, I want to see him Yeah. cool man uh, I I like the build up because I want it to be when Superman does hit the screen yes, I, I want it to be like you. oh there he is you know Yep. so that's 100%. fine don't show me a bit of Superman me either, leave man. it till the very me end either. and just let me just I want him to come in and wreck some and shop yeah, in the absolutely. movie. Uh, yeah, I love that. Um, but they're definitely hearkening back to cooler thing, different things like lanterns, yeah. the new gods, which we yeah. talked about. Uh-huh. Uh, so it looks crazy fun. Uh, we've we've mentioned this a lot 
uh, about like the time we live in and yes. just in general with the conversations that we're having right now with big massive media entertainment yes when I think of a world where I'm excited because I saw Aquaman fighting a parademon yep that's nuts. It's just a that's, weird that's world we live in, guys. Like that's well, the, <laughs> that is not something I thought I'd say. The biggest in my complaint lifetime. about those is there's still a lot of people that don't even know what a parademon is. I know. So if you don't know, if you haven't read Jack, that's why we're that's why we like it because we've all read a lot of the Jack Kirby Force World right. stuff. Yeah. And if you've done that, you know what a parademon is. Right. Yeah. You already kind of know what that you is. You also know the invasions come in so. and it's like. Dark side, yeah. Come on. Even though I think they're, they look like they're fighting Steppenwolf in there. Well, it's Steppenwolf is in this movie, right? And but the, in Justice League Two, they're supposed to be correct going against uh, Dark Side. But yeah, it's just it's just weird. Which is the original Thanos. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, pretty much. Uh, another some other fun. Uh, this isn't a trailer, but I since we're talking about multimedia stuff, I thought this was interesting. Uh, they uh, Todd McFarlane announced. That he's going to be directing the Spawn, <laughs> Spawn. movie yeah. for Blumhouse. They're the people who do Insidious yep. and um, uh, Get Out. They just did that movie. Correct. So uh, they make horror movies and things like that for lower budgets, but uh, they give people like uh, Todd McFarlane, who's never directed anything, $10 million yeah. to make a uh, Spawn movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the main character is going to be uh, Twitch. And Spawn's going to be in the back, uh, in the background. Uh, so they he announced yeah. that at San Diego. He, uh, That's crazy. He definitely has a vision for this, and he's kind of expressed it as being like uh, eerie feeling, like yeah. well, uh, something in the, the shadows. Longest slow burn right. redo movie oh, I think ever gracious. for yeah. a comic book property. So because he's wanted to redo it since the first one came out. Yes, Mc, McFarlane has always, and I don't think any of us will. Uh, deny that he has been a showsman and like loves his spawn. Yes, loves he does. Spawn. Yes, he does. And I'm I'm excited to see this, but again, sure. I picture a. Uh, my prediction is um, McFarlane fans are going to adore this movie and and praise it as as such as a, an actual word of mouth from the creator himself, which is mostly a good thing. However, when it comes to the masses, I think that uh, there will be a misstep. And there's a potential chance that this movie flops based on the concepts of what McFarlane thinks Spawn fans know. Well, maybe. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> Here's the thing, though. If he makes it for $10 million and it gets marketed... How's it going to... Right. And if it makes if it makes a measly $100 million at the yeah, box office... Measly. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if over four months it makes $100 million, that's ten times its budget. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what Blumhouse does. Right. So that's why it's a smart move for Blumhouse and McFarland. Yeah. He gets $10 million. We'll see what he does with it. I think that McFarland will either turn into... It's either going to be a Clive Barker situation or it's going to be a... Uh, Frank Miller spirit situation. Right. Uh, Clyde Barker got about $1 million to make Hellraiser. Yeah. He is the first movie he ever did, and it's awesome. (laughs) And the visuals and the storytelling is fantastic. By far far the best line in the whole movie. It's so great. (laughs) Um, Which could happen with McFarland. We could see it, and we're like, wow, this is Spawn come to life. This is amazing. You know, the this is just straight from the comic book or whatever. People could say the original Spawn movie was better, which means that one is. 
Osprey. Exactly. So so we will see. We All will see. I know is what I what it has to have is McFarlane at the beginning in a suit <laughs> with a purple bow tie. Doing the, doing the yeah. selling it like yeah. he used to do at the beginning of the Spawn episodes yes. and stuff. That's that, would be I, that has to happen. That, right? would be that has to happen. Yeah. Spawn lives in a dark yeah. world full of darkness. Welcome, no, <laughs> welcome to the evil incarnate holding oh, like a man. skull or something. Yes. I remember, I remember those intros he used to yeah. do. They're so good. Absolutely. <laughs> that has to be the front of the Well, I definitely agree. Um, all right. Uh, we only have a couple more minutes here, so let's talk about uh, the Thor Ragnarok trailer. Uh, super fun. Just ridiculously good. I haven't good. seen it. Super fun. So um, good. Yeah, we need to sit down and watch some stuff. With, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, we don't. Sean. <laughs> I'll watch the movies when they come out. It's fine. Yeah, he has a weird thing about... <laughs> I don't uh, care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we've discussed this on other yes, we have. episodes. Yes, right? we have. They're just but trailers, 90% man. of the populace does, so that's what we're talking about. Well, then they can care about it for me. Um, I, I do. do. Think, I care about Frank Miller's stuff you. a lot for you. I think that... You better shoulder that burden, because that's a big burden to shoulder. <laughs> burden, yeah. In the Thor Ragnarok trailer, yeah. I think it had one of, in my opinion, one of the coolest shots that a Marvel movie has had up to this point. The Hulk? Uh, no. When they said, what are you the god oh, of? Oh, okay, okay. And he shows up in the lightning. Yeah. I was like... Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that made me geek out pretty hard. Uh, you love TV, right, Richie? I do. No, he doesn't. Um, so let's talk I about TV let's theme. talk about the yeah. uh, the big it's one. Shameful. Uh-huh. Uh, the one that Todd doesn't like. Uh, Stranger Things oh, Two trailer. Man, does that look good? That was crazy cool. Really looks good. That was crazy cool. Tara geeked out on that one. Yeah, she yeah. like sent me a picture of <laughs> a still and was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we'll watch it." I was doing the same exact thing actually. Yeah. <laughs> so you going, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" Yeah, every time. Um, that, such a good that series. Looks awesome. uh, I trust those guys to make a yeah, really I great thing, and I I also expect Todd to watch three or four episodes of it and hate it. Yeah, exactly. So no, he great. won't watch it. No, no he, he won't. will watch it. He'll watch it because well, just to just to like spite you. Yes, absolutely. And just to be like it sucked, and here's yeah. why it sucked, and you. One hundred percent. This is the, this is related to comic books, kind of like Stranger Things, but they released the Westworld two. Uh, that trailer. I am. I didn't see the Westworld. Tur- that I'd be interested in watching. because okay, I want to well, see that show. Yeah, in looks, the worst way. Oh, dude, it I looks saw like uh, exactly what you thought it would be. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, you yeah, went, that's exactly what oh, happened. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, that yeah, that season one was kind of pulled its way yeah. up to like one of my favorite shows yeah. ever. And then it's only like a minute and a half Westworld thing, but I'm like a Westworld two trailer, and yeah. I went. Hell yeah. And they just gave you exactly what you like imagined in your head when it ended. Like, oh, that's going to be real gross and bloody. Oh, yeah, that's what happened. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Um, and then I guess we could close out here. I mean, there's tons more stuff we could talk about, but uh, the we Defenders. Can speed round. We can do Speed Round. Okay. Speed Round. Um, speed Dating. Uh, Defenders, they released a new trailer for that. Absolutely stunning. Can't wait. They actually showed the first episode to the people in LH, which hurt me really bad, but <laughs> whatever. Sorry. It's fine. Yep. Um, it's they fine. Sh- I mean, it comes out August 18th, which is so freaking quick. Oh, yeah. man, I, I can't wait. I, I still need to watch. Daredevil season two. Come on, on it, man! There's a couple ones I haven't. The Punisher seen. is the best one. <laughs> That's the one I expect you to watch at least is the Daredevil one. Yeah, I didn't. Come I didn't, didn't want to like. Have to, I didn't want to run around. Stop I didn't want to run out of no, episodes. No excuse. Yeah, that's 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 I'm the best Luke season. Cage. I'm like halfway through. Speed that. round. Go ahead. Okay. He's uh, a fool. Watched Iron Fist. Uh, <laughs> they released the trailers for Supergirl. Yes, excellent. Uh, excellent fun. I can't wait. Um, the Flash. Yes. Uh, 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 I'm not caught up, so hear, hearing about last uh, season's what happened, I went, <laughs> oh! oh. <laughs> yes. So that was... That it was just went by so fast. Oh. oh. Yeah. Moving um, The one <laughs> that the... you were excited about, and I watched it last night, was Black Lightning. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm on board, dude. 
What do you think? I I I need to see more. Okay, what are you what because are you worried about? The costume, man. Oh, screw that. The costume looks great. Really? They're going for it. Really? They well, they are kind of going. They're for going it. for it, and that's what's what counts, you know. I will watch it. Yeah. Because it's a it's a DC CW show. Yeah. Um, they definitely need to make it part of the universe. Saying that it's uh, not they did. part of they did. I, th- I believe they they are going to take okay that in. because because I, I'm the, I agree with you 100. percent There's no reason to make this movie unless it's in the universe. Okay, I, I agree. don't see why. Uh, one of the really big shocking things was that they release a trailer for Freedom Fighters The Ray. Yes. Which is going to be uh, one of the CW uh, seed shows. Which is a cartoon. Which is a cartoon. did the same thing with Vixen and she became an actual character. So Yeah, and... Um, and I watched that that little trailer they did. It's like a five minute trailer. Mm-hmm. It's like super dark, bloody, but intense. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I will watch Absolutely. the Ray Freedom Fighters for sure. Really excited about that one. Uh, um, they announced uh, Iron Fist season two. Yes. New showrunner, new writers Just on that. Everybody knew, which is what they needed. A complete re- rehash of everything. Yep. I want to add in that I watched the premiere of Batman and Harley. Oh yeah, and it was amazing. Bruce Tim uh, wrote it, directed it uh, with. Um, oh crap, I can't remember his name, but we'll find it and put it on. There. Alan but, Burnett, or uh, something Chew. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah uh, that but, guy. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> yeah. Movie, the movie was. Inc- I didn't want it to be good because I'm not a huge fan of the Harley Quinn push, but yeah. I'll tell you that Feels good. one of the co-creators got a hold of her and put her right back in her normal spot, yeah. and it just it's going to enhance the Harley Quinn love by tenfold. Uh, if you're on the fence of the movie, definitely go see it. Amazing. Excellent. I'll be buying it for sure. And they also announced, which makes me uh, giddy like a schoolgirl, oh, yeah. uh, they're going to be doing a two-part Death of Superman. And the Reign. Uh, Re- and the Reign of Superman. So they're going to, the first m- movie they did was Death of Superman. Yeah. Uh, but it was only like a 70 it's 30 minute. 30 years of, yeah. of animated movies that they've been doing. Uh, yeah. Uh, and they the first one was 70 minutes, and it was only the death of really quickly. Yes. And they did not enter in all the crazy Superman and no. Dublex and all that Nothing. stuff. Yeah. This time, they're supposed to be adding in Guardian and Dublex and uh, all the different Supermen, so super excited about that. Absolutely. Okay, guys, well... I think we crammed it in. I think we crammed it in. That was was a quick little rundown right there. Yeah. So... There was good stuff. So again, um, uh, we'll be back next week with some more stuff. Again, check out the stream sales. Check us out on uh, Facebook, Mm -hmm. uh, any kind of social media that uh, you'd like. We're going to be on there. And if any of these things interested you, it, you have to take it upon yourself to go to a con. Go to a yes. Even if you can't make it to San Diego because it's tough go, to get go into, to go Denver. to a con. Go to go to Denver Comic Con. Seattle's great. Seattle. If you want to, if you want to be more comic centric, Seattle. Seattle. Chicago was a great con that I went to. Yep. Ever been to New York? That's one I need to knock down. New York would be pretty cool. I agree. So, again, thank you guys for hanging out with us, and we will be back next week. All right. Bye. on the wall.